Good morning. You know, standing up here is not new to me. But you know, when I stand up here to speak, that's a different story. <laughs> you always have those uh, butterflies in your stomach. <laughs> but let's pray that God will bless us and give us the power of his Holy Spirit that we can gain blessing from his word this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we are here to worship you this morning, oh God, I pray that you will help us. Please help myself be behind you, that you will speak through me, so that every word that I will speak will directly from thy throne. Feed us spiritually, for we ask in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. After God created everything, he created Adam and Eve. And in Genesis 1.28, he says that after he created them, he blessed them. He blessed Adam and Eve. And then he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. And then he told them that you will have dominion over everything. Over the fishes in the sea and over every moving things upon the earth. And he let them dwell in the Garden of Eden. And with all this generous giving to them, I think the best of all that God gave them was the freedom of choice. My friend, that's the title of my presentation this morning, The Freedom of Choice. In the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 2, verse 9, God planted all kinds of trees. There's some trees that you will just please their eyes. So that means probably it was just nothing but beautiful flowers that pleases the man's heart, the lady's heart. And then all these so many fruit trees that produces fruit for them to eat to satisfy their physical body. But in the middle of the garden, there was a tree of life. And in that same place with the tree of life, and there was a tree of knowledge of good and evil. And there was something happened. 
In Revelation 12, verse 7, John saw that there was a war in heaven. And this war was between Michael and his angels and Satan and his angels. And in that same Revelation 12, verse 8, it says that, and they prevail not. So Satan lost, and there was no place for them in heaven, and they got kicked out of heaven. Remember the world was, was just created, and there was only two human beings in the world. Satan has no place in heaven, so he must be thinking, well, 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 I think I may pay a visit to that Garden of Eden where God just put that needlewood couple in there. Satan came over there to the Garden of Eden, all right. And when he came over there, he found Eve wandering around by herself in the Garden of Eden. The way I read the Bible, it seems like she was not too far from this tree of knowledge of good and evil. And Satan came to the Garden of Eden in the form of a serpent. Well, he didn't waste no time. He got right into business. I want you to look at your Bible in Genesis 3. In Genesis 3, verse 1. And look at your Bible, and I read for us. I have the King James Version. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of, every tree of the garden? Now listen to Eve's answer. Verse 2 and 3. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch, or touch it, lest ye die. That was a very good answer. Listen to what the the serpent said next. And the serpent said unto the woman, He shall not surely die. For God doeth know that in a day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. It seems to me that Satan did a Good job to Eve. It was a good recommendation of this tree. And you know, Eve stand right in there 
for the first time of the test of her freedom of choice. With all these things that God did for Adam and Eve, remember I first said that after he created them, he blessed them with the promise that they will be fruitful and fill the earth with their, their children. Have dominion over everything. Oh, and the tree of life. You know, in Revelation 22, verse 2, it says over there that the tree of life yielded 12 different kinds of fruits in each month. You, re- you look at that, Revelation 22, verse 2. And every month, there is a different kind of fruit. You know, this summer I enjoy all these, uh, these uh, peaches and nectarine. But one thing I was missing, I miss mangoes. You know, when I was in the island in uh, my last time over there, I ate mangoes like I never ate before. Probably I miss it. All the mangoes that you eat over here, they pick it a long time. Over there, you pick the mango from the tree and you eat it. And that is different, my friend. It is different. What I did over there, I ate mango in the morning for breakfast. I ate mango in the afternoon for lunch. And I ate mango in the night for dinner. And I had a, a belly ache. Yeah, it was good, but I overdid it. He forgot all those. Satan convinced her very good. Look at the verse 6. Genesis 3, verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a, tr- and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did it, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat it. She yielded herself to the devil. She made the wrong choice, and we suffer since then until now. And by the time Jesus come, the suffering continue. Wrong choice, freedom of choice. We face temptation every day of our lives. And it's a time for us to make our choices. What is your choice? Look at the Roman, Romans 6, 16. Romans 6, 16, and I read for us. Know we not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death 
or of obedience unto righteousness. I wish you would look at your Bible. We are tempted every day of our lives. But the Bible said, to whom that you yield yourself, you will serve that, that master, and that will lead you to whichever that you choose, whether, whether sin unto death or righteousness, and the, Jesus come will save you. It is a matter of choice to whom you choose to serve. My friend, it is your choice. Freedom of choice is up to you and me. What choice do we make? Be careful, my friend. Look at the first Peter 5, verse 8. First Peter 5, verse 8, and he says, Satan is going around like a rolling lion, looking for someone to devour. Satan is really going very strong now. He knows his time is limited. But it's your choice who you follow, who you will choose. In Acts chapter 5, tell of all these things I want to talk about this morning. After the, the disciples, the apostles, received the Holy Spirit, they were all on fire going around to talk about Jesus. He died for everybody's sin. And in... Uh, Acts chapter 5, verse 15 and 16, it tells that everybody surrounding Jerusalem, they were all coming to Jerusalem because the disciples were doing miracles. Peter was full of the Holy Ghost, and people were bringing their sick family to the street and laying on bed and on couches, and Peter walked through and if his shadow will get over them, they will all be healed. <clears throat> Even a demon possession and the, everything, they will all be healed. But The high priest was sitting right over there, and he couldn't stand what he saw. The Bible says he rose up with the Sadducees and went over there and get the hands of the apostle and put them in prison. They put him on a prison for the next day. Probably the day was about sunset. While they were in prison, the high priest and all of them, they went to sleep. While they were sleeping, the angels came in the night and woke up the apostles and told them, go to the temple and preach. Preach everything that you know about Jesus. The high priest 
in the morning, call for all the members of their council so that they can come over and bring the apostles so that they can talk to them. They send the people to the prison to bring the apostles. When the people went over there to bring the apostles, they went over there and they see all the guards stand on their position. All the gates are locked. All the doors are locked. So they unlocked. They went inside and they found nobody there. To their surprise. Remember the angels came and told them to go and preach in the temple. To their surprise. In just a little while, somebody ran from the temple and told this meaning that the people that they were in prison, they are preaching in the temple. So somebody sent over there to bring the apostles. They brought them over there and they questioned them. Why you keep on preaching this name and you try to put the blood of this man upon our head? While they were talking and they let them out so that they were one of the members of this meeting stood up and said, be careful what we're planning to do to these people. If it's from God, we cannot fight against God. So they brought them back in the meeting. I want you to look at the Acts chapter 5, verse 29. So they asked them and told them not to talk about Jesus anymore. Okay, listen, listen to it. Then Peter and the others apostles answered and said, We are to obey God rather than man. What a choice. Peter made a good choice. Freedom of choice. He could say, okay, from now on, we're not going to do that anymore. But he chose to follow God. He chose to obey God, he said, rather than man. You know, sometimes our choice hurt us physically or mentally. If you look at the, look at the, Verse 39 and 40. Verse 39 all the way down to the end. But if it to be of God, he cannot overthrow it, lest happily he be found even to fight against God. Okay, verse 40 up to 42. And to him they agreed. And when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Did you see what I mean? They beat them from the choice that they make. They choose to follow God rather than men. 
So they beat them and then let them go. But it, it says they were rejoicing for what they did. Oh, yes, my friend, you make the right choice. You will be so happy that you know that you make the right one. We just discussed in our lesson this morning in the back to prove what I said about Joseph. Remember that he was tempted by the, this man's wife, and he chose not to listen to her, but to listen to God, who said, don't commit adultery. And what happened to him? They put him in prison. He heard us from other good choices that we make. But my friend, I'd rather be going to prison, make the right choice, than be happy out there and do commit sin. Is that your choice? Talk about hurt. Talk about pain. Turn to look. Look 22. Luke 22, verses 41 and 42. Luke 41, Luke 22, 41 and 42. You follow and I will read for us. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, Remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, know my will, but thine be done. Talk about pain, physically and mentally. When man sinned, God had a plan to save man from his sin. He sent his sign to this world in a human form. He came fully God and fully man. He cannot use his godly side, otherwise the sacrifice will be useless. He has to be fully man. It was time for him to die. And he prayed to his father, remove this cup from me if you could, but if you cannot, thy will be done, but not mine. Jesus can choose not to. Remember, he's a human being just like you and me. He can choose, why should I die? Man sin, let him die for his own sin. But that was not the way he chose. He chose 
to go through with his father's plan that he came to this earth to die for every sinners on earth. What a choice. Remember we have a freedom of choice. My friend, we are tempted every day. It is your choice that will determine your destiny. Turn to Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Joshua twenty-four fifteen. Joshua twenty-four fifteen, and I will read for us. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom he will, he will serve, whether the God which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Ammonites in whose land he dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Is that your desire or is that your choice, my friend? Won't you choose to serve God? Obey God rather than men? I'd like to close my sermon this morning with this story. Probably most of you listened and heard this story, but I would like to use it. Dwight and Moody was a very well-known speaker and evangelist in his days. He went to the city of Chicago and had his meeting over there. And every time he had a meeting somewhere, always crowded to listen to him. He opened his meeting one night. He preached his heart out. And everybody enjoyed the, the preaching of God's word. But he did something that he never done before. Every time he preached, he made an appeal. But this night was different. He said, I'm not going to appeal tonight. I'm going to let you go home tonight, prepare, come back tomorrow, and I will make an appeal. So he kept saying that until he closed the meeting and everybody went home. He 
In that very same night, the city of Chicago got on fire. And it says in the history of the city of Chicago, that was one of the worst fire ever happened in the city of Chicago. 23 years later, Dwight L. Moody decided to go back over there and have the meeting over there. So he went over there and advertised a meeting and same thing, everybody crowded to the, to the place. Then he started speaking on that night. And come to almost to the close of the meeting, And he said, I'm going to tell you something. The title of this meeting is the biggest mistake I made in the last 23 years of my ministry. And then he told a story. I came over here 23 years ago when I had my meeting. Opening night, I didn't make any appeal, and I told everybody to go home, prepare themselves, come back on the next day, and I will make an appeal and the altar call. And I didn't. That very same night, the whole city of Chicago got on fire. But I'm not going to do that tonight. Don't worry, my friend. <laughs> I'm not going to make any altar call. No, I will ask you to raise your hand or stand up. All I want to ask you, in my appeal, would you make a right choice? Follow God. If you haven't done it, do it now. Follow Jesus. Surrender our heart unto him. We have the freedom of choice. Please, choose Jesus. Choose Jesus and follow him. Is that your choice, my friend? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we have this freedom of choice that you give us as a gift, God, I ask you that you will help us to use it in a right way that we may choose to follow you regardless what circumstances will face us. Bless us, O oh Lord. Keep us safe in your love, for we ask in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen.